Welcome to it. You know, as I was sitting down here digging through the fat pile today, I look up at my computer screen and I see breaking news. Breaking UK Prime Minister says she will resign if Brexit deal is passed. Get out! Go! Bye! They should be burning the streets of London. I'm not calling for that. By no means. I'm not calling for any type of violence on the streets of London at all. It's not a surprise that the deal hasn't been made yet. Is it, Teresa? No, because you wanted to say, well, what we'll do is we'll say that it's Brexit on top of the paper, but really inside when we read everything, it really isn't Brexit. We're still part of the union. No, that's what the people voted for, to get out of the European Union. I, she's got to go. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, so yesterday, we told you a little bit uh, about the uh, historic all-female spacewalk from NASA that had to be canceled uh, coming up on uh, Friday of this week, which would be the 29th of March, 2019. And we made the jokes. Uh, I talked about it even on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, Pat Unleashed this morning when I did my Chewing the Fat segment. Uh, we joked around about the historic NASA flight. And when you read the story, I, you know what happened, okay? It wasn't women fighting over wearing the same outfit. Uh, in fact, it was one woman. It wasn't one woman saying, I can't wear that. It makes me look fat. Although that's what I think it was, actually. Because she, the one astronaut was wearing a medium size. And the other astronaut was had practiced in a larger size. When they got to space... She realized that the larger size made her look fat and she didn't want to do it. So they only had one medium size ready to go and they, it wasn't possible to get the other medium size up and ready to go for the spacewalk in time for that. I got it, but it's still, you're, you're canceling it because of two females not wanting to wear the same outfit. The jokes will be there. Okay, boy, NASA cannot take a joke, and neither can the neither can the astronauts. Two big tweets uh, from NASA today. Uh, one, we've seen your tweets about spacesuit availability for Friday spacewalk. To clarify, we have more than one medium-sized spacesuit torso aboard. But to stay on schedule with space station upgrades, it's safer and faster to change spacewalker assignments than reconfigure spacesuits. We got it. We read the story. Second tweet as they uh, try to calm everyone's jokes about NASA and spacesuits. The decision... And this was Astro Animal uh, Anne McLean, one of the uh, one of the space uh, spacewalkers or possible spacewalkers. The decision was based on my recommendation. Leaders must make tough calls, and I am fortunate to work with a team who trusts my judgment. We must never accept a risk that can instead be mitigated. Safety of the crew and execution of the mission comes first. We got it. 
And it makes me want to joke about the suit making you look fat even more. story today you know i'm a big fan of study money and grant money but you got to be able to do it and this this is hard for me to say actually you got to be able to do it legally <clears throat> oh man i just choked on something oh <clears throat> so duke university has got to pay 112.5 million dollars to settle a scientific misconduct lawsuit <laughs> Apparently, they falsified data to obtain $200 million in federal research grants. So they have to pay back $112 for $12.5. Amazing. So a lawsuit was filed by former lab analyst Joseph Thomas. Now, Joseph, Joseph alleged that from 2006 to 2013... Uh, research assistant Aaron Potts can fabricated data that Duke used to get research funding from the National Institutes of Health and the Environmental Protection Agency. He also alleged in the lawsuit filed under the False Claims Act that Duke covered up the fraud. Whoa, 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 what? The university said, oh, no, 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 Joseph, what are you talking about? Someone we, uh, pissed him off at the university. Right, okay. So and the, and the university said, whoa, whoa, Joseph, no, no, no. We discovered uh, the possible fraud only in 2013. And uh, after, and this was after Potts Cat was fired for embezzlement because she was, we fired her and then we realized, oh, look at this, she was defrauding. So the university did not initially understand the extent of her research misconduct. Say it with me. Right. Okay. Right. I will say that, uh, you know, they, you know, they, this is, this hurts them. Now that's a lot of freaking money, man. I mean, Duke's got it and, you know, they obviously will get more, uh, grants and more study money, but that hurts and it hurts a lot of the other people who are filing for that because uh you're not you can't lie you can't lie anymore that's hard but vincent e price who vincent e price duke's president i thought he died vincent price died anyway uh he said in a statement that the university was taking steps to improve research integrity are they are they they just upset that they got caught right now i will say the move by Joseph Thomas, a former lab analyst. Who pissed him off? Uh, this was a good move for him to file this suit. Great move. So Duke has to get give pay $112.5 million, right? Whew, that's a good, that's a hefty How check. How many tuitions is that? It's a hefty check. Now, the settlement includes reimbursement of 30 grants received as a result of falsified data as well as associated penalties. Thomas, how much do you figure he gets out of that? A quarter. Top of your head. Quarter. $33 million. $33 million. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. I mean, that is... Good job. That's a good payoff. Who pissed him off? That is a good payoff. You should have not... I bet you Kant's did. Right? The one that got the original, the original uh, person Client. that uh, falsified all the data. He went to her and said, you know, what are you doing? That's not true. 
oh, we've got to get the, we've got to get the grants. We, don't worry. It's fine. Nobody checks anything. Are you getting any extra out of this? Well, yeah. Well, I want some extra. No. no. Okay. We all seen the movies. All right, Come you're going on. down. You're going down. Once once he saw that you were getting some money that he wasn't, I can't handle this. And do you blame him? No, I do not. No, I do not. Now, I also was looking at it's fa- fascinating. I hadn't heard about this. Now, Duke, uh, in 2019, which the story we just told you is 112500000 A big check. In 2015, the University of Florida had to pay back $19 million. 875,000. Who pissed off that snitch? Northwestern University in 2013 had to pay just under 3 million back. Northwestern, ooh. Northwestern uh, in 2013 and 2015 had to pay uh, 2,000 or 2,900,000 and 2,700,000 back. Now somebody falsifying data from the Northwestern, you better get a handle on that, man. So you know that this settlement has put fear into these universities, man. Between this and the falsified uh, documents to get the students uh, um, to college, their uh, scholarships, uh, amazing. Right, and we just had the story where Dr. Dre was trying to pump up his daughter, saying, uh, "Got it on her own." He tweeted out, "Going, got it on her own," and then uh, people were quick to point out, "Hey, Doc, uh, she got it on her own, but you donated a building." I'll go ahead and delete that tweet. Don't worry about it. People don't need to see that. Which is what we said in the beginning. Why didn't we they said just it, build like people it? Right. Build. What's the difference between donating a building and giving a check for that amount of money? Uh, one's fraud and one isn't. That's just well, dumb. yeah. No, but I'm saying that's what they're. That's what they say. The difference is what is the. It, stop it. Dre knows was playing the game the way it's supposed to do legally. Yeah, I'll build a building. Here you go. You want to go to that school? All right. Put up the Here's two buildings. Yeah, put up put up two buildings. We'll call them the Dre Headphone Buildings. Okay, you can go to school there now. Here's seventy million. Love you. Bye. Which people are okay with that because they it's sure are. Happening. They sure are okay with it. But if he if uh, the daughter would have would have falsified scholarship documents that said she was on the rowing team, Dre's going to jail. Chris made makes a great point uh, as we were talking. Uh, we talk sometimes and you can't hear us. I know, weird. But uh Wait, what? I know. But uh are talking about they should just with the grant money with the universities, uh, when they falsify documents and lie to the government to get this to get this money, that if once you do that, you don't get any more grant money. You can't apply for it, you're done. I mean those universities that would shut down a lot of them. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and I will say, like, you know, take, you know, I say Columbia, make them an example. There's Boom, no way. Done. There's no way you do that. Because those those universities, and not they're not the only ones, but, you know, Duke and Columbia and Harvard and Yale, and, and they certainly are not the only ones that have, you know, offices set up to create the documents to get the grant money. And I told you, when I, the one time when I, I used to joke around on the air all the time, uh, in Florida about grant money and study money. And we had one of our congressmen uh, on the air one morning and I've got him on hold and I'm talking to him and I said, Hey, you know, I've got some really cool ideas. How do I get, uh, you know, I'd like to get some grant money for my ideas. And he was, and he was and serious. Jeff, just call my office. And uh, he gave me the secretary's name and he said, just call my office and we'll get the paperwork started. No problem. What do you need? I mean, and uh, you know, because I'm, 
this smart, Wait, I didn't. I didn't do it. I mean, why would you fill out paperwork just to get money? That's just dumb, right? <laughs> So stores are closing, baby. Stores are closing, and it's a sign of the times. Uh, another report, J.C. JCPenney, uh, planning on closing 27 more stores this year. Great. I apologize. I didn't make it. I made it almost upbeat. I apologize for that. Oh. <sighs> J.C. JCPenney. Planning on closing 27 stores this year. 18 full-time department stores and 9 home and furniture stores. J.C. Penney. J.C. Penny. 27 more stores this year. Dead. 18 full-line department stores. Nine home and furniture stores. 13 states. California, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York. According to employees, they were not given any notice. 27 stores. Dead. This has been Retrospective. On CTF. Sad. Sad is what it is. Really sad. Now, good can come out of it, right? We have the story. We have the story uh, how they closed the big Sam's Club. Some of the Sam's Clubs that are closing uh, have now become uh, the Walmart e-commerce centers. So the stores are closed, and there's no, you know, Sam's Club signs, and there's no Walmart signs. But they use the stores for their e-commerce centers. So they're packing and shipping for that. It's all, you know, that's their fight against Amazon. That's great. I mean. It, why not? You have the you have the structure and you have the property. Use it to your advantage. I mean that's that's a good move. Now, Walmart is closing. Walmart is closing some stores too. It's sad. Sad news. Walmart. Quietly closing stores and costing people their livelihood. Nine stores in the U.S. One Walmart Supercenter in Louisiana. Seven neighborhood market stores. Arizona, California, Kansas, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and Washington. In fact, most neighborhood market stores in America today dead. 
Super Center's not so much, though. <laughs> Weird to see those go. People in Lafayette, Louisiana, what are this you doing? This is not funny. I don't know why you're laughing. Oh, Walmart. Closing at least nine U.S. stores across eight states. This year alone. Super Center's neighborhood stores and letting handicapped greeters go. They're not dead, but the stores are dead. It's kind of been retrospective of CTF. Okay, so I was reading about uh, uh, Walmart getting a backlash, actually, for when they said about the they were getting, letting the uh, greeters go. And they, they tried to spin it that they weren't letting greeters go. What they were doing is they were reestablishing that position, right? They had to be, you had to be able to uh, pick up a bucket and move around. So there were some uh, greeters that may not may have been able to do that. It's not funny. No, I'm not you. laughing. I'm not laughing. Why are you laughing? I'm this not. is not funny. People lost their jobs. Well, will be losing their jobs. Right. Why are you laughing? That's what, that's what I said. I'm not. It's a sad moment. I, I know that. Flash should be a half-mast. But they're staff. not going to lose their jobs because the flash should be at half-mast? Really? Yes. For, for real? That's what you think? Yes. Okay. A sad day in America. Everybody should wear a black Look, Walmart's ribbon. struggling, right? Their, their new CEO, their Greg Foran, he's trying to be Mr. Walmart. And he goes out, he says uh, every week he goes out to stores. You mean Greg Walmart? Boy, that must be fun. What's that? You mean Greg Walmart? Yeah, Greg Walmart. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot that his last name was Walmart. Uh, working at a Walmart, Supercenter, neighborhood store, whatever, uh, and you get the call, the CEO's coming in. Oof, man, you, you, are, you are doing some cleaning up. And I, I worked in the grocery business. I know it's a surprise. I may not have mentioned it before, but I've worked in the grocery business. And when the... When the, uh, you know, when, when the, uh, the bosses come in from the warehouse and the big company execs and they all come in and they want to walk the store with you, that's always fun. Always fun. Cause you are, they are looking for everything that's wrong or checking the store. I mean, it's, it's, a, and it's especially like even this Greg, I'm sorry, Greg Walbart, uh, the CEO is uh, talking about going into the stores and he's talking about uh, how uh, it makes him grumpy. He goes, half the time I'm happy, the other half I'm grumpy because we need to do better. Uh, I'm putting pressure on the store managers for the operations because they're letting us down. Uh, And he talks about the produce not being as fresh as it should be and not being rotated and things aren't being rotated. That's produce. The company, well, no, no, no. But that has that's a tough department to run. I was a produce manager. That's what I'm saying. That's one of the it's departments hard. I used to run, and uh, I I know how to run a produce department. I can I can run a produce department now, and uh, it does take some business, and you and you need to learn the store too. Each store is different, which is what you know you have to you know you have to kind of count on your managers for because each store is different, and yet Walmart is buying merchandise for you know thousands of stores. So it's you know it's a tough thing to handle. They have forty seven hundred store managers, ten thousand co managers, sixty thousand assistant managers, hundred and twenty thousand department managers. Now, let's be honest. 
the department managers and the assistant managers, those are just titles. They're just working. Yeah, you're an assistant manager. Go hang the freaking shirt up. All right? You still get that blue vest, baby. I don't think so. Well, everybody wears the blue vest, right? You know, or the, you, if you're the cart guy, you got to wear the yellow, the yellow jacket. That sucks. I wouldn't want to wear it. Store that. managers don't wear the blue vest. No. The store managers don't? They're just regular regular stuff? Yeah, they, they, they look like business, like, you know, long okay. sleeve yeah, yeah, yeah. or suits. And stuff yeah. Like that. But, yeah, they're not wearing the blue vest. Ooh. Move up. I don't have to wear the vest. Nice. That's, That's the goal, not to wear the blue vest. Right. Because I showed a picture of Greg's CEO, Greg Walmart. Uh, Stop changing his name. <laughs> it's Greg Walmart. Not Greg CEO. When he's walking the store, he's got his little, he's got his little, uh, just a, the, uh, the billionaire look, you know, with the embroidered Walmart billionaire look with the, uh, uh, the jacket that's sleeveless, you know, the cap and he's got his little Walmart tag uh, hanging around his neck, you know, his access card. Shut up. Stop it. But, uh, it would not be fun walking the store with him. It would not be fun because you know, nothing is ever, uh, nothing is ever good enough. Or getting the, the call man. that you fired. He's not going to fire you, though. He will. He will not, unless you do something. Unless he's like, get out, right? Unless something is so bad. I mean, you got to be screwed up bad when the CEO comes in and he says, "Okay, you're done." Well, Leave. he said he put in pressure on the. Store I will managers. say. I will say that's probably the only guy that could do it, right? The, the rest of the the rest of the people would have to go through a process. He comes in and says, uh, "You're gone. Leave now." No, take your little tag off. Take your little Walmart pin off. I don't want to see do you know, you know anything that was in the office. We'll mail it to you, but get out now. I don't want you affiliated with Walmart anymore. He's and the only guy that could get promotion. away with that, right? I mean, who, Greg Walmart stamps the firing paper. You're done. But this all started with him saying that he had got such a backlash with the greeters because they tried to spin it as being you know change the job description. But really, what it was doing is getting rid of the handicapped and the old people. That's all it was doing, right? They they created a new job description that you had to do different things, and some of the handicapped people and the old people couldn't do that, and they were pissed. The people and you know all the other employees and other wall and the customers were like, "What are you doing?" I mean, we like to have the hello, welcome to Walmart. Is there a union? We like to have those people up front. Hello. I won't go any farther because it's not funny. And I don't know why Chris is making fun of him like that. And we're stopping it right now. All right. This story has been in, uh, in the fat pile for a couple of days now, and I don't want to wait till fat pile Friday to get to it because so this is all fat it's too important. Yes. It's too important. Uh, in Rome, an infant boy, has died as a result of a circumcision performed by his parents at home. What are you thinking? All right, so the media reports on on this past Sunday talks about uh, the five-month-old baby was brought into the hospital uh, by helicopter. uh, Uh, Cardiac. Uh, we've got a we've got a boy that's been cut off. Parents uh, screwed up. Uh, no, we cannot joke about this. No. We can do it. No. That's that's funny. Well, he was transported via helicopter. Yeah, we have a little problem. Uh, parents don't think it's circumcised. Uh, 
not funny he lost his life he died not funny at all you know that's not what the parents wanted <laughs> i mean if you want your child circumcised that's uh, completely up to you maybe uh i don't know let a professional do it that is the thought isn't there like a boil that does that they you call them whatever you want <laughs> a war, I learned a it from war, Seinfeld. A There's a boil or moil. I think it's a boil. That's for the, the the Jewish people. Yes, the Jewish people aren't the only people that get circumcised in the world, though. Now, some docs do, do it differently than other docs, and you know, you, if you do it wrong, then there's extra skin. I mean, we can get into the technicalities of circumcision if you'd like. Can we call Steve Days? Why? He talks about circumcision every Thursday. He does? Yes. Circumcision Thursday? Well, it's a Religious Thursday or Theology Thursday, but right? yeah, he brings up the circumcision. Is he a fan? Is he... Read the Bible, he says. He is a fan? Yeah, he's a fan of circumcision. Uh, I guess, you know, because you're, you're not circumcised. I mean, if you want to have this conversation, we can have it, but just... Yeah, somebody get him on the line. Yeah, get Steve. Get Steve on the line because this is interesting and I want to, we're talking the big stories here today. Is there a number we could call to get Steve on the line? You call 888-900-3393. Get Steve on the line. Steve, if you're listening, call in because I want to, let's talk a little circumcision. I mean, I, apparently the cost is too high. Uh, according to this story, apparently some hospital costs are too high. Uh, some attached hospitals and doctors refuse to perform the circumcision until the boys have reached the age of four. Ooh, no, baby. You want to do that? If you're going to cut the thing of the boy, let's do it when they can't remember it anymore. Thank right? you. Uh, when you hear the kid scream and he hollers and he thinks because you just cut his thing... Kids are resilient and they don't remember that stuff. A few years from now, you know, he doesn't even know. It's like, you know, what he, but at four, at four, he's going to remember. That's some serious pain. You're going to remember some damage there. PTSD right there. Yes. Uh, yes. And it might not stand for what you think it stands for, but it's definitely PTSD. You can come up with your own words. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a Coca-Cola Zero and some water. I'm thirsty, a little parched. <sighs> Got some good stuff in the break room. <sighs> Including this Coca-Cola Zero. Now let's do some water, too, though. Wash that Coke Zero down a little bit. Oh, so good. And by the way, just as a side note, I saw you, Chris Cruz, uh, tweet your little or Instagram your little or social media your little picture of the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar can at your house on the window ledge. Uh, no, I do not leave soda cans on window ledges in other humans' homes. I never so, said you did. 
I don't even want to hear about. I never uh, said you did. Stop. Yeah, I you, never said that's you what did. it. That's what it. That's what you alluded to. With Absolutely your picture. not. You want me to read you the tweet? Are you with the picture of the Coca-Cola Zero on the window ledge? Yeah, that's what you alluded to, and I would not do that ever. So you may have said it there for the picture shoot, but that wasn't me. Here's what I said. I don't get it. Dot dot dot. Why does Jeffy? Like this soda so much, period. Alluding to the fact in the pic with the picture that I left it on the window ledge. No, open. it does not. That's what it did to me. Oh no, that's what it did to your wife because she was the one that brought it up. That's what it did to me. What do you mean? Your wife goes, Jeffy. Did you seriously leave your can at Chris's house and not throw it away? And I get flack for not knocking the second time. Oh, yeah, she just walked in. (laughs) Just walking in. So, um. She did, first of all, and uh, my kid was the one that knocked on the first time and I hollered at him. Just walk in. We were walking up to the house and. Dude, you have code for everything in my house. Like, you have code for my Simply Safe. (laughs) You have code for my door. You have code for every password. Like, why did your son even knock? Because he's too nice. That's why. It's too nice. One of these days, I expect wake up and see you in the couch. Is my, you know something I don't? Is my wife kicking me out? Is... Yeah, well, this morning, I just expect you just be there waking up and, hey, I made myself breakfast and doing? I'm watching some TV. How you doing? Yeah, I'm not going upstairs. Hey, you out of milk. <laughs> <laughs> You're one. You got to run to the store real quick. There isn't one real close either, is there? That's a good idea. You should open a. That's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a. You know, a morning a morning milk market open up in there in the park. A little morning milk truck down the corner. A delivery. What's that? Do I deliver there? No, they just come. You just open up. You just stop it by the park down there. That's a that's a million dollar idea right there. That'd be a good living. Like just for a couple hours every morning, like maybe four hours every morning from from six a.m. to ten. And. It would take probably about three or four weeks for people to realize that you were there, right? You could put flyers out and remind them that you're going to be there. Hey, out of something for your morning breakfast, I've got it here. And you just, you know, you get eggs and milk and orange juice and maybe some fruit and some yogurt. And then they just come to you instead of having to run out of the neighborhood for their breakfast stuff. You're welcome, by the way. These ideas, man. I mean, there is... There is no off switch on genius. Do you have any stories for the break room? Like, can you get on? Well, the yeah, break room? I was. I was just trying to help you out, trying to make you some money, but whatever. No, you know, first of all, welcome. you started this by yelling at me, saying that I said you left a Coke can. Yeah, you did. In my you window. alluded, you alluded no. to me just leaving an empty Coke can in your at your house on the window. By the way, that was full because that. I just opened it and I tasted it, and I was like, ugh. And that's when I tweeted it out. Oh, so now it comes out. So oh, you just opened it and you just set it on the window ledge like that. So you made it look like I did. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? All right. Another way that you can make some money is uh, watch all the uh, Marvel movies in a row. 40 hours of viewing. 40 hours of viewing. No sleep till end game. Quite a ways. Now you might How be much? able to, might be able to catch uh, you know catch some Z's in the middle of a few of them. You know, just in the middle. Of, uh, oh, okay. Back up, back up. So you catch a little bit of Z in there. Wait, Iron Man is but, dead? 
<laughs> when Wait, did what? that happen? So if you do that, you get a thousand dollars, and every uh, MCU film on Blu-ray, including a couple of the box sets. I don't know. And you get a pile of Marvel gear, uh, Captain America popcorn popper, uh, Thanos Infinity Stone mug. What else? Hundred dollar Grubhub gift card. What else? Iron Man Snuggie. Uh, what else? And I mentioned you get a thousand dollars and every film on Blu-ray. What else? I mean, any more? I got you're greedy. It does seem a little cheap to sit through forty hours of Marvel movies. Can you bring me an actor to sit with? Right, right. A producer, someone? a writer, someone from the Marvel universe. So to apply for this, you have to be a U.S. citizen. You bastards, you haters. Uh, 18 years of old, 18 years of age. And you also have to have, oh, you have to, you have to write a 200 words on why you're the person for the job. You want me to write 200 words why I want to sit through your stupid 40 hours of movies for a thousand bucks and a freaking popcorn popper. I thank you. I get my own Grubhub gift card. Well, it's a hundred bucks. Maybe I would. That's worth a hundred. I'll take that. The I mean, thousand dollars taxable? You get a th- of course you know it will be. Then no, uh, I'm out. You get a thousand. You get, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to claim the movies too. You have to claim the. You absolutely have to claim the stuff. Those are winnings. Got to claim the winnings. Absolutely. And the hundred dollar gift card? It's all winnings. And the Iron Man Snuggie, all of it. The popcorn? Yes. The mug, all of it. Can I claim the uh, sl- the non sleep forty hours as like work hours? I would, <laughs> yes, but don't Research. take don't take my word over it with the old IRS thing. Don't do that. Whatever you do, Oof, ouch! Hey, you ain't lying. Ouch, big time. <laughs> ouch. Where is ouch? By the way, off the top of my head, just just so I had a story sent to me uh, today that said, uh, "You should talk to Chris about this," and uh, I don't know why they sent it to me. Uh, to talk to you about, but I, you know, I'm happy to do it. Just to, you know, I'm here for the audience. Uh, apparently, Are earlier, you? I, I, of course, earlier this month, uh, Puerto Rican media reported that the island's Department of Consumer Affairs uh, fined Pan American Grain ten thousand dollars for deceiving consumers by claiming a place of origin on twenty pound bags of medium grain rice sold under various brands was a united was the united states when the origin actually was china so would you like to comment on that mr cruz i'm sorry would you like to comment on that and uh, uh no I mean, this is, do, you, you sh- you're not aware of this this is puerto rico it happened in puerto rico you're lying to people you're saying the rice was from the u.s when it's well, made first in of china all, if you go to puerto rico you're not gonna get shady stuff what's that now you're gonna get shady stuff and you know wow we're lazy, so you're lucky you even got the, gra- the the grain of rice. How many people, hey, in Puerto Rico, now I may be wrong about this, but I'm just asking a question now. How many people are buying the 20-pound bag of medium grain rice? And they're only, the, and they're buying it because it's from the United States, not China. I would say not very many. That's my number, not very many. That's a good number. And that's what I said, not too, not very many. Uh, 
So, I mean, I get the lying. It's, you know, it's, that's made in China. It's from China. It's not you the United States. Rica, you stand, dude, you're lucky. You're on, you're on the island. You wanted the 20-pound bag of rice. Do you care that it you came don't. from the U.S. or China? Really? Does, is, that, is that the critical sales point? Ooh, from China. Of the 20-pound bag of rice? Now, maybe. Maybe maybe the Puerto Ricans, you know, the, uh, wouldn't buy the rice if it was from China. Well, who would you trust with the rice? America or China? I'm not answering that. <laughs> We'll just move on. Uh, in Florida, they've got a big fight over uh, naming of an airport, which is so strange to me. All right, so or in Orlando, uh, there you have the Orlando International Airport, and you have the Orlando Melbourne International Airport on Florida's Space Coast. Now, the lawsuit, big lawsuit, was just filed in federal court saying that uh, the Melbourne International Airport has to stop using Orlando. You know, I don't really blame them. That is a little misleading. Now, it's 70 miles difference. So, you know, if, I, if you, there, there may be a time when you would fly in, you know, you might be able to get a flight cheaper to Orlando, Melbourne, uh, and then drive, you know, take a rent a car and drive into Orlando proper to stay there. If you're going to the parks or Gatorland, which is in Kissimmee proper, but it's actually in Orlando. That's the reason I mean, Gatorland is your main stop at Disney. Everybody knows that when you go into Orlando, pff, Disney, <laughs> please Gatorland. Anyway, the, uh, so we'll see what happens. I love the spokesperson for the Space Coast Airport. It says it, it, uh, we can't comment on pending litigation. <laughs> Are you the spokesperson? You have a you have a comment for us? We can't comment on pending uh, litigation. Thank you for coming. Y'all look great uh, today. I just want to comment on. Uh, so we'll take some questions over the uh, over the, over the airport squabble. Go ahead, sir. I can't comment on pending litigation. Any more questions? Yeah, I can't comment on uh, pending litigation. Uh, we're done. Is that all the questions? Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Yeah, no, that's all. That's all I can do. No, that's all I can do. What? What do you need? All right, one more question. Now we're done. I mean, it does seem it would be if you weren't familiar enough. If you were just saying, "Listen, we're going to fly to Orlando," and you fly to and you say Orlando, Melbourne, or Orlando, unless you really know, does seem a little misleading. Now, for people like I, you know, obviously, I don't know if you know this or not, but I lived in Florida for a, you know a few years. Wait, what? I know. I lived in Florida for a few Is years. Is that before or after you worked at Winn-Dixie? Well, I, I actually moved to Florida and then worked for Winn-Dixie. So it was, you know, I was actually living in Florida prior to Winn-Dixie. But and that's where you became a produce manager. I was at one time a produce manager, yes. I was at one time a dairy manager. I was at one time I've done, you know, seafood training, meat training, 
deli training. Uh, I never went through pharmacy training. They did not want me by the pharmacy for some reason. I don't Do you blame them? That. I tried, man. I, you have no idea how I tried. I went through the floral training. I went through all the training. Did not do the pharmacy training. It pisses me off now that I think about it. The uh, <laughs> And I wore a blue vest. I got to wear the Winn-Dixie blue vest. Think about it, man. That's good stuff there. You know, plus, you get the uh, when you start wearing the blue vest, you get the uh, you get the name tags that aren't the pins. You know, you have the cheap name tags that are the the pins that you pin on, where you type the names on them, but or you get the good ones that slide over the pocket. That's what you want. The printed ones that slide over the pocket. Now you're now you're in business. Those name tags. <laughs> so I kind of get it, but it seems like a stupid fight, right? It seems like Orlando Melbourne should say. Um, I mean, they're gaining business from it. Orlando International is is actually making a great point here. I, I hate to side with them just because I don't think they like Gatorland. But Orlando, Melbourne, I mean, do you want to drive? If you fly into Melbourne, you go, oh, we're in, we're in, we're in Orlando. No, not really. No, you're not. That's a good little drive. You have to rent a car or a ride in the van, another 70 miles into, into Orlando proper. Oof. I would not be happy at all. One of the board operators that works here, Ron, he runs the board for uh, Steve Days uh, in, the, in the morning, afternoon. Uh, and he's worked here for a while. He's run a couple of different shows. He sends me a story last week, all excited. Uh, did you see the story about the grandmother, 104, uh, crossing off on her bucket list? And it was so funny because she wanted to be arrested. That was her bucket list. She had never been arrested, and she wanted to be arrested. She was 104, and when asked what she wanted for her birthday, she was, I've never been arrested. Now, hey, for those of us that have been arrested, it's no big deal. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Oh, not again. But, so I thought, well, okay, did she go out and, you know, commit a crime to get arrested? That she's 104. You go before the judge. You're not going to do any, you're not going to do any jail time. The judge is going to say, get out of here. You know, I just want to be arrested, Your Honor. All right, get out of here. You're 104. Get out of here. Uh, no, uh, that's not the case at all. All right. Apparently, they have this uh, old people make a wish program. So it's called the Wishing Washing Line Charity. That's a stupid name. <laughs> okay. Well, what has to happen first is that needs to change. But it's like the old people make a wish foundation. So they ask the old people in the homes what they want to do, and they get to write out the letters. And even the old people that are like the 104-year-old grandmother here in the story has a little problem with And so she was asked, you know, what? I just want to be arrested. I've never been arrested. So they send the email to the, this uh, executive of the wishing washing line people. And they, they show up, and they arrest her. Now... And they put her in the back of the car and they drive around the block and then they bring her back home. I mean, I guess it's kind of cute, but to say that the 104 year old grandma had her wish come true for being arrested is technically true, but 
I don't know that I like the whole idea of the wishing washing line scheme. Uh, oh, just we just show up and arrest the old lady, put some handcuffs on her, drag her out to the car, drive her around the block, and throw her back into the home. <laughs> the wishing washing line scheme. That does not sound like a good cheer. Hey, I just want to correct you on uh, your... I don't want to say mistake. You want to correct me? Yeah, I want to correct you. Not on a mistake. Is is I know wish and washing line is uh, difficult to understand. Oh, is uh, it? Yes. Oh, it's difficult yes. to it's, understand, it's, it's, it's is difficult. it? Yes, it's difficult to understand. Uh, uh, so well, go, well, I'm sorry. The, go ahead. The, the charity's not called wish and washing line. It's called FANS, F-A-N-S, and stands for Friends and Neighbors. Uh, not according to this story in front of me. Okay, well, uh, Friends and Neighbors, it's a very nice charity that focuses on, on old people and makes sure that they have you know the, the right care on homes and make their wish come true. Okay. So what happens- and what is the wishing washing line scheme Okay, so l- let's take this into like something that more of our audience will understand. Glenn owns Mercury uh, One, right? Charity. Well, they doesn't own it, but well, he started yes, it. He started yes. Mercury One, right? So, I fans. Named it. I named it just a you know passing point, but it's okay. okay. Go ahead. Fans is Mercury One. Wish and washing line is a branch of that. So, like Glenn created, you know, the Nazarene Fund. Okay. So fans created Wish and washing line. It's a creation, and it's a simple a very effective way of joining the community with their local care homes, <laughs> oh enabling them to become good fans, a.k.a. fans in neighborhoods. I um, just want to be clear here for it, just a second, okay? I know you're correcting me, but I'm right. I'm still right. The stupid thing is called Wishing Washing Line. But that's not the charity. You said the charity's name is Wishing Washing Line and how stupid you are for creating your charity name Wishing Washing yes, Line. Yes, I still believe that, 100%. It, no, their, their charity is fans. So it's fansnetwork.org. You can donate there if you want. And this is pretty cool because residents of the care homes oh write a simple wish. They, I know that's what I said. Yeah. Did you listen to the story at all? I did. It's just it's just highly upsetting that you're just making fun of the wishing washing line because it's supposed to be like a a, a wash line where you hang on clothes. Yeah, of course. You know your people on the island would know yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. What a, yeah. a clothesline is. Yeah, clothesline. Yeah. So you you put then you put your wish there. If your wish comes true, you just take it out of there. It's pretty cool. Like for example, is it? Uh, Wilfred ninety one says he would love to go to a dance class. Or Walker seventy five says would like to go to a pub and have a pint. These are some sad, sad old people. Frank ninety two says, uh, and by by that I mean Frank ninety two year old says someone. <laughs> He's not. That's not his. That's no, not his handle. That's not his handle. At Frank ninety two. No, no, that's not his handle. He says someone to sing. All the old songs with. Oh, isn't that special? Kenneth, 88. So he, so, so Fan puts this up on the wishing washing line. Yes. And yes. in hopes. In hopes that. That, that. that they will say, oh, that's cute and yes. take care of at Frank 92. Yes. And Kenneth, 88, says we'd love to enjoy someone to talk about Okay, you can trains. stop with the sales bitch with the fan. But thing. hold on, I got. Because H- the whole thing Hector, is- 81, says I would love, we'd love someone to chat with about Raf. R-A-F. Well, you know, you know what fan needs is you to work for them because you've just sold me even more. Oh, Vera uh, and Stella, fan. they're both 60. Man. They will love to go see Elvis. 
This did you know that uh, this is where the wishing washing line comes in and says uh, Elvis is dead. But you know they but, brought but, it. But we want to see Elvis. What's that? They want to see Elvis. Yeah, Elvis is dead. So we don't we don't want to kill you. So you're not going to see him for a while yet until you die. But I bet you they brought in. They probably they probably loved that. I bet you wishing washing line probably that's something that they would love and bring in some Elvis impersonator. Guaranteed, they did this. Guaranteed. I I bet. A lot of money that happened. Oh, Pat and Margaret would love someone to play Scrabble with. They're in a home. That's all they do. Or John, somebody stealing the Scrabble blocks. They can't play. What? Or John eighty seven says, uh, "We'll like a weekly game of bridge." Isn't that special? I can come by and play gin. We can do a little gin if you'd like. Or Ron, he would like to go work. You know, that's at KFC. that's actually what we should be doing with ourselves. Is going by some some facilities and sharing some some of our time and our energy uh, with people who aren't as fortunate uh, right now, who are a little older and are shut in, and they need somebody to come by and play Scrabble, and play gin. I'm not playing bridge. I don't like bridge, but I'm not. I don't care if you like it or not, old man. At Frank ninety two, I'm not playing bridge. Okay, we'll play some gin or we'll play something else, but we're. Maybe we'll play some cribbage. Poker. Play some cribbage. Maybe we'll play a little poker. You've got some money left in that 401k. I'm not playing for free. I don't care how crazy you are. All right. Well, thank you very much for setting me straight. Boy, did I screw that one up, huh? All right. So one last story about uh, how really doing good but I, you know, but we, I'm not done. we had the. I'm not done. Fans is still doing a lot of work. You know, they, oh, we're, they, well, I got I moved Doreen. on from that. I, got I moved on because that's another story that talks about people trying to do good. You yeah. corrected me. Thought I was doing. Yeah. You said it wrong. It's not the. It's not the. The clothesline. No, like Doreen, Ugh. 88. She would like to have a, a a owl on her hand. Oh my god. You know. Like we're, we're going to go down the whole list of old people of yes. what they wanted because yes. I've got. To, I'm going to tell you another story about why you don't do good things, good what, deeds. Why do you just go to Hilga, uh, 91 years old, where she would like just to go to a knitting club? Well, then go to a knitting. Why she can't? She's stuck in a home. Well, the, the nurse can take her or something. That's part of the deal. We were in there. Oh, that's so a Verizon worker uh, saw a cat. Stuck on a telephone pole in a neighborhood. Now, most people like me would say, oh, well, <laughs> let the cat be stuck on top of the telephone pole. But uh, apparently it had been there for 12 hours. And the people were oh, crying and after it had been up there for a long time. Right, I know. And so uh, now he's not supposed to take his truck with the bucket into this neighborhood, lift up, rescue the cat, bring it down. Who does he think he is? Not Carmen? Su- right. He's not supposed to do that. All right. But let me guess. Did he take the not supposed to go truck with a bucket inside this neighborhood and try to rescue the cat? And did. And rescue the cat? And did. And failed? And no accident happened. Nothing. Everything was fine. Everything was That's fine. That's upsetting. I mean, that's good for the cat and him. Everything was fine, except uh, Verizon said, uh, since it made such a big social media presence. You're fired. No, but they told him that he was suspended for three weeks without pay. Yes! 
three weeks that we take like this is their statement this is their statement we take no joy when our employees face Aww. consequences related to their job duties they took joy we are however fully committed and responsible for keeping our employees and customers safe all of our field technicians go through extensive training that is focused on workplace safety our goal is to keep our employees and our customers out of harm's way for safety reasons, uh, our trucks and related equipment are not intended to be used in the area in which he was operating, You're fine. Uh, specifically around electrical wires. Uh, our actions may not be popular. Oh, they're popular in this network. He potentially put his life and those around him in jeopardy. Oh, yes, he did. To show our support for animal rescue efforts, however, uh, oh, we're no, going to no, make a donation no, no. to the you Pennsylvania so- SPCA. No! no! So Verizon... You know they You're understand. So they, they, we're grateful to his heroic act, but he, do we, he has to be suspended <laughs> for two weeks. So he doesn't get any money, but the money that he was going to get, we're going to give to the SBCA. You were so know. close, Ryson. You were so close. Now, since he was such a hero, though, there were a couple of GoFundMe set up, and he of ended course. up making more money than he would have had he just worked. <laughs> All right, Jeffy. What are the rules that we have to break in this network so that we could get suspended? And get a GoFundMe page running. Oh, that's a good we idea. Split it between you and me. Maybe if we just can we can we rescue a cat? Because I know that's something I don't want to do. Glenn loves cat, so he would thank us, right? If we yeah. rescue a cat, he's done yeah. a great job. And that's what I'm saying. And it's us. He so wouldn't even very... put us on the show. We'd just talk about yeah. it. Yeah, because he rescued and a cat us. outside the building. That's so great. like, it's more like oh, Jeff and Chris, and look what they're doing. Ugh, another day here. But so if like, we use the thing in the not the bucket, but we've got the we the do lift. get the lift. Yeah, we get the lift. We're not supposed to use the lift for anything. Wait, like we're not that. supposed to use that. We're not supposed to use it. And if we use it without the without the, uh, the special vest, and, and the you got and you got to supposed to lock yourself in on yeah. it. Shut yeah. up! I will say that I have used it without that. Oh, I'm not oh, wearing we the stupid thing. There we go. I'm do you wear the vest? The stupid thing. No. And the helmet? No. And you didn't clip on? No. Oh, we got this. We got it. We got it. We're in. Don't tell anybody. 